Hey, Padre. Hey, Stina. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. How are you? Oh, yeah, going well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We are here at our Christmas episode. We are indeed. It's it's It has arrived. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And this is take two, so. <laughs> this, is, this is indeed take two. It is. Yes. Yes. We're going to get through this. We're we are. This. We are. It's going to happen. This is a Christmas episode that's a bit different because it's it's preparing for fourth Sunday of Advent and Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so very next to each other. Like yeah. there's the Sunday and then bam, Christmas. Yeah, so absolutely. So we're preparing for, for both of these. And, uh, so uh, yeah. in a sense of preparation, then what have you been doing to prepare for well, Christmas? Yeah, just my, my, the spiritual preparation that I've mm. been doing. So I, which I'm, I'm going through a, a book called The Door, which I, I recommended yes. a couple of episodes ago, I think. Yes, um, yes. But also just sort of also preparing practically the parish for for. for, for Christmas because it's such a it's such a big thing. We get so many people come through, particularly the cathedral. The cathedral gets yeah, a lot of people really come through. It's really buzzing at Christmas. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll uh, and, and it's it's um, this this is such a priest thing. But last year Christmas was on a Sunday. Yeah. And what that meant is that we only had to produce one bulletin. Um, <laughs> and so this week we've got to produce two bulletins this this week this 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 christmas we yeah. have to produce two bulletins back yeah, to back yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> the little things uh, yeah the little things right yeah yeah but uh, how about yourself how's uh, yeah, yeah yeah things have been things have just thinking about what you were saying just a moment ago too i was talking to one of the seminarians that you've got here um, mm. at the moment and he was also sharing just how hectic the time is going to get just with how many things are happening all at once within about a period of 48 yeah, hours. Yeah. So <laughs> yep. it certainly sounds like you're all going to be very busy. Yes, yes, it will get pretty crazy, yeah. but uh, that's that's okay. I've got my peace on earth mug out. <laughs> and so if I can just have that little mantra going through my brain, we might be yeah. okay. So. Yeah, we didn't light the candle. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't We didn't light the candle. But do you know why we didn't light the candle? We're going we're gonna to turn this into a plus. We're gonna light the candle with you. See, it's, it's very, it's very. It's all happening. It's all happening. It's all happening. Do you have matches? No. no. Do you know what we're not gonna to do today? We're not gonna light the candle with you. Why not? You can go find some matches. We just okay. Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go and find some matches. Stina here is gonna entertain you briefly. Oh no. And I'm gonna go find some matches. I'm not gonna do anything like that because the editor's gonna take care of it. <laughs> okay. A few moments later, we have back to coming back, and we have lit the candle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I don't quite know where to roll from there, uh, but here we go. Yes, I was going to tell you about what I've been doing for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so I have been working through a book called No Greater Love by Dr. Edward Tree. Mm. It's a biblical walkthrough of the Passion, which might seem a little bit like I'm reading the wrong thing at the wrong season. <laughs> but a few years, several years back now, I read through something that was also meditative around the passion during the Christmas, in the preparation for Christmas. Uh, and I found it quite confronting to mm -hmm. be able to sit with an imagery of baby Jesus whilst also having meditations on the crucifixion. Mm. But I also found it essential because they were two pieces that I couldn't separate. No, no, they're all <laughs> the, part of the one, one mystery, right? yeah. yeah. So this year I kind of wanted to be able to do something like that again, not for the confronting element, but to help me try and integrate the two and try and help me understand 
mm. um, a bit more and just enter into that space a bit more. Sure. Uh, so I, when I found Dr. Edward Tree's book, I thought, oh, this might be a nice way to do that that's less less jarring <laughs> than yep. the first yep. one that I used but also help me uh, enter into that space. So it's actually worked out really beautifully because I don't think he planned for this, but he's got just enough chapters to be able to read, including like the introduction and conclusion, to be able to read one chapter a day leading up for Christmas. So that's actually, that's, it's that's, worked out perfectly. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Uh, it's, that's, that's a... <laughs> Crushing yeah. it, Dr. Crushing Dr. Edward Crush Shree, right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So mm. that's been my preparation. Excellent. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, uh so yeah, look, that's that's it's it's um, that's beautiful preparation and and well done, Doctor Edward. That's that's really cool. So um, in terms of our our um, our episode here, fourth Sunday of Advent and Christmas both at once. Yeah, that it, it's very fitting in some ways that we, we we have these both together because it's not only are they right next to each other, but they also complement each other very beautifully. So the Gospel of Luke is read on on the Sunday, on the fourth Sunday of Advent, and it's just excellent. It, it deals with the Annunciation, and which is essentially the moment of the Incarnation. And uh, the, the, the following day, Christmas celebrates the coming of Christ into, his, in, in, into the world, right? So his, his, his birth, the nativity of Jesus. So this is a, a Christmas episode which will take into account the themes of the incarnation and his birth as well as a couple of other little bits and bobs that we might throw in there too. So, mm-hmm. so um, perhaps we might just start with a simple reflection for this Christmas and I'll ask Justina, what do you think about when you think about God becoming man for our sake? I guess, again, because of the kind of the preparation I've been doing in the types of meditations I've been, reflections that I've been reading and the meditations I've been entering into, for me it's about the juxtaposition mm. at the moment. The the whole idea of like even just the imagery of a baby Jesus <laughs> being born wrapped in swaddling cloths, like mm. that imagery juxtaposed with our Lord who's been crucified, died, who's wrapped and laid in a tomb, mm. like that visual imagery. It's just something that I, those like those are the kinds of opposing, um, like same imagery but in two different times that I'm sitting with at the moment. So that like they're the types of things that are coming to mind when I think about Christmas at the moment of, sure. yes, we have this, the unexpected. Mm. It, it's not just the, like, I think that's what's so important about the, the imagery is we didn't expect when we read through the Old Testament Nobody expected a baby to be born in the stable and that to be our saviour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Nobody sure. expected for this child to be born in a place that would be so unknown, so unfamiliar, so humble. Mm. <laughs> nobody mm. saw that coming. And similarly with being laid in the tomb, nobody foresaw that somebody would have to wrap him up and put him in a brand-new tomb. Like nobody, nobody – picture that that would be what what we would need who we would need and the way that he would come so it's just it's just the unexpected of christmas but also god is just so much bigger than what our minds can imagine yeah um yeah, for sure yeah for sure for sure no that's that's it's, that's actually really beautiful and it's it sort of it fits very very nicely with something that i was considering as well which mm. was 
that I'm I'm struck this season with the the way that we see love and light conquering darkness. Mm. The reading for the Midnight Mass is all about light and dark, mm. you know, and and uh, and and the light conquering the darkness. And Isaiah chapter nine comes uh, comes up on Midnight Mass, our first reading for, for, for Midnight Mass, and it has this beautiful, beautiful uh, quote at the very beginning of it. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. On those who live in a land of deep shadow, a light has shone. That last line always gets me. Mm. You know, the, the, the whole world lay in the grip of sin and death in essentially a land of deep shadow. And, um, but when Jesus becomes man, the, the light pierces uh, this, this, this shadow. And, you know, this light is a person, one who is personally untouched by the shadow of sin, yet allows himself to be assaulted by it by merely making himself vulnerable as a baby. And so both the, the cross and the resurrection hang over this little baby and, and we see these themes consistently returning throughout, the, uh, throughout his life of, of light mm. conquering darkness but also of of his his absolute vulnerability, his his absolute power as God, but also uh, paradoxically his 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 utter vulnerability, and and so it's it's uh, it, it sort of always reminds me that in our own lives there are probably plenty of places in which we could say there's a shadow. Oh, for sure. You know, there's there's yeah, there's, sure. there's, there's a land of shadow there somewhere, yeah. and and, uh, and and the the. Uh, the solution to that shadow is always the same. Mm. It's always the light of Christ. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. yeah. As you were speaking, I was picturing that icon Elizabeth Zelasko oh, shared yeah. with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, last year. Yeah, when, yeah. And, and just like the cracking through mm. through the earth, through the cave. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just sort of, yeah, that just sort of came to mind as yeah. you were yeah. speaking. The earth splits. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that just gives us a bit of a, I don't know, I think it spiritually situates us in Christmas. I, I think just, yeah. just to take a moment and reflect on what yeah. what does this season actually yeah. actually mean for us and 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 how are these two days, these mm. right next to each other, kind of related to each other and, mm. and, 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 and yeah. So it's, and, it's, we, and we kind of, I suppose we kind of see that continued, like, you know, in terms of the birth death and resurrection in terms of the light and the darkness that you're mm. speaking about we kind of see that we're, and we're kind of called into that juxtaposition even now yeah. like you know as christians we're expected to enter into a a space in in, in preparation for christmas a, a penitential kind of a space yeah. which yeah. is very foreign to our culture mm. It, mm. which is already gearing up for festivities and i've started the festivities well before Advent, yes, yes, and same for you know lots of other things that are happening. We're expected to enter a prayerful calling, you know, calling upon silence, entering into that silent space yeah. to be able to be when that world is so noisy and so busy. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's lots of opposing things that mm. are happening even now. Yeah, for us, yeah. so it's not 100%. like well, it happened then and we can only reflect on it. Yeah. back then, no, yeah. actually, we can enter into that opposing challenge that's put in front of us yeah, today yeah definitely 
Definitely. And it is a real challenge. It's, mm. it's a, just personally, it's a real challenge because the busyness of the seats, and even as a priest, yeah, yeah, yeah. the danger for me is I, I fall straight into activism and just be like, okay, I just need to do, do, I just do, need do. To do stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I need to mm-hmm. get this stuff done and like just completely forget that I'm actually meant to be yeah. really sort of reflecting and praying in this, in, in, in this season to be prepared to, to celebrate our Lord's coming at, uh, coming at Christmas. So, so 100%, it's, it, it, is, it is a real challenge given mm. the world in which we presently live, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. So how then are you going to celebrate Christmas this year? This year for me, I'll be celebrating it with some friends, Christmas Day with some friends. And then I'm actually jumping on a couple of trains and heading down south to Ballarat for about 10 days or so. I'm going to catch up with a friend down there and then I'm pretty much hanging out with her cat for the okay, next 10 okay. days. Cool. And hopefully having part of that be a private retreat as well. But um, yeah, Excellent. so I'm kind of, I've never been to Ballarat before, so I'm looking forward to just kind of roaming around the streets and seeing what, yeah, what the space yeah. of Ballarat yeah, is yeah. like. <laughs> sure, sure, it'd be beautiful. Yeah. So Ballarat's like, a beautiful be, place. I, this is what I hear yeah, from people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it'd be just nice to kind of explore in a quieter kind of way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, what yeah. about you? Well, it'll be a um, – I'll spend about a week at home with my, my, my parents and, uh, and, and my mm-hmm. sister and brother and their families. And then I'll be um, – I'll be going to Sydney after that week through to the end of January uh, to uh, do some writing So for my thesis. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it'll be a, a, a lovely Christmas, I have no doubt. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and, and, I mean, the thing that, that I – I think the, the, the Christmas season, whether it's, whether it's spent with one's family or one's own, or whether it's spent with friends, or whether it's spent in a combination of those three things, I think each one of those has the unique capacity to be a moment where we can encounter the the the, the Lord at Christmas. Like it's it's Absolutely. it's it's really beautiful. Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if if you're alone at Christmas, then it gives you that. Like we said in one of the previous episodes, it gives you that opportunity to go and be like. Hey, how can I serve someone mm, this Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, who? How, how can I connect this Christmas in a meaningful way? And but if, if if we're with family, you know, how can we how can we maintain peace and 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 prosperity despite the the the, the crazy? And if we're with friends, a similar thing. And, and and it gives us that opportunity in all three of those. It gives us an opportunity for gratitude for different reasons. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. So it's so fantastic. True. Mm. Yeah, mm. we thought we might just give a bit of a, a practical outlook as well on sort of dealing with some of the difficulties that come at Christmas, and in particular, keeping the Grinch at bay during <laughs> the Christmas season. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the first thing is just, just being uh, like, just being able to sit with the beauty of what happens or not just what happens, but what is visually present at mm. Christmas I know that I can sometimes get into the space where I put decorations up and it's nice because it looks pretty. Sure. But I forget that the decorations that are up actually mean something. Mm. And so to actually just sit with, well, what do these decorations mean? I mean, yes, it means that, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, celebrating Christmas. Sure, I'm looking forward to something. But within that, some of those decorations themselves are symbolic of something. So just being able to take moments throughout the Christmas season, wherever we might be, yes. to observe those 
and to just appreciate that there is a beauty, there's a symbolism and a beauty and a meaning behind some of those things. So mm. like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, already we have an image of like the Holy Family, family. Um, which, you know, was already there. It wasn't necessarily specifically for Christmas, but, yeah. you know, we've put it up as part of the Christmas yeah, yeah. decorations for yeah. a reason. So just being able to acknowledge that, okay, that's there and what does that mm. mean? Mm. But also like if we go to – I'm thinking of, you know, when I visit my friends and so on, just paying attention to how they decorate and yeah, yeah. what's kind yeah. of the central figure of their decorations. What are they trying to exemplify here? What are they trying to point me to as mm. I walk in, you know, into their home? Um is the center of their like decorations a tree? Well, then what's that tree meant to symbolize? Like, you know, just being able to sit with that um, or is the center of their decorations a nativity scene? Mm. Okay. Well, what's that meant to mean? And the same with like in these days leading up Mm. to Christmas where generally you have a nativity scene without baby Jesus there, Uh. (laughs) like just kind of, I I know I can look at that sometimes and go, Oh, that's cute. Like they haven't put it out yet. Like it's a child's play, Yeah, but actually no, like, hang on, we're preparing but baby Jesus is missing. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Just yes. being able to sit with, what does that mean? Yeah, like there's, yeah. we're waiting, really we're longing. Cool. We're, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just taking those moments, mm. um, I think, first of all. Something else is also taking breaks, mm. which I know for every extrovert, like <laughs> as soon as I say take breaks from social gatherings, you're all probably like, what <laughs> is wrong with you? This is my jam. This oh. is my season. <laughs> like I get it. I so appreciate. I can appreciate that and I'm not we're suggesting don't like don't enjoy the parties don't enjoy the social stuff i'm not saying that at all but the idea of preparing for this season isn't just so that we get to christmas day and we forego all the things that we have learnt along the way and the way that we have prepared to be open we don't just then go well now it's done and yeah, i'm happy yeah. now and i can party and i can do whatever and none of it matters it'll just we start again next year Anyway, like it's actually meant to be a continued space. So just to allow for the Holy Spirit to continue to come and to continue to bring those fruits that he does bring, which means that we have to remain docile to him being able to do that. So just continue that space. So if that means you have to kind of put some breaks in for social stuff, so be it. Maybe it's just about navigating what kinds of social stuff you do Um, or maybe it's just taking moments throughout that social stuff to appreciate whose presence you're actually in, who are you hanging out with. That's right. That's right. It's it's, it's, uh, very, very, both very helpful things to first consider one's surroundings, as you say, Mm. and, and, you know, whether you're at your own home or, the home of others to consider, well, what are the decorations talking about and and, and how does that help me just to, to hone in on the the, yeah. the, the meaning there? Uh, and also, um, you know, it's okay to pull back. It's okay just to be like, you know what, I, I, I just need my own space for a little bit. Um, and because uh, it, it does get pretty party heavy and a bit of fatigue surely sets in there at some point. <laughs> it must get crazy at some point. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, look, another another way might also be to um, sort of have a place where you can spiritually recharge, mm. a place that is sort of you know set aside for some kind of worship. It might be in your home, it might be a, a room or a particular space where it's it's set out for the particular purpose of prayer, and um, you know, I mean, it might be in front of the Christmas tree, or it might be in front of a homemade altar, um, or maybe it's a chapel that you like going to. 
but have a space that you can go and you can recharge with God and speak to him and uh, and and you know be reminded of the season that is that is Christmas that that that, that you are that, that we are celebrating you know and and uh, um and I think that it that's helpful in terms of of being recharged for a start because you know to be recharged one has to be recharged in a whole bunch of different ways mm. you know, mentally physically spiritually emotionally but also it just it helps us to keep in mind that there's a purpose behind all the celebration. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and keeping that purpose in mind, when, when relatives and friends get on our nerves, we might be able to keep ourselves from falling into Grinchland, you know. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Very good. Well, there you go. There's a Christmas episode for you for 2023. Mm. We normally end our Christmas episodes not with a – particular truth, beauty, and goodness from each other, but a prayer. So can okay. I ask you to lead in prayer? Certainly. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God, we, we give you thanks for um, for the gift that you, of yourself that you give us at, at Christmas, um, for the very, the very beautiful gift of yourself that you give. We thank you for that gift, Lord, and, and um, we ask that you help us to really deepen the gratitude that we have for that because it's it's something that we can never be too grateful for. So help help us to, to have a, an ever-deepening sense of gratitude for what you've done for us. And we ask also, Lord, for you to um, please help us in, in recognising how we can serve you in others, particularly during this Christmas season. Help us to see the needs of others and to respond to those needs. Help us to, to be aware of when someone might need a listening ear or when someone might need a, a bit of space or perhaps they need a kind word. That uh, you might help us to, to be aware of, of how we can assist there and even materially to be aware of how we can share from what we have with those who stand in, in some kind of need according to our means. We ask also, Lord, that uh, um, you might uh, uh, bless the Living Fullness podcast community this Christmas and, and um, uh, bless them for their, 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 their kindness and generosity in, in listening to us each week and And we ask that, that through this episode they may have received some grace from you, Lord. And um, we ask also that um, if there's any uh, sin or darkness that might be occupying uh, our hearts or minds this Christmas, that you, Lord, in your goodness might come and pierce that darkness and, uh, and lead us to the, the, the light of life, the living fullness that is your, that is your very self, Lord. And so for uh, all of this, we, we ask this through your holy name, knowing that you are good, merciful, loving, that you hear and answer every prayer. Amen. Thank you. 
And thank you for joining us for this Christmas episode. We have one more episode to go before the end of the season. So we hope that you will join us then or replay after the Christmas season (laughs) is perfectly okay too. Um, But we will catch you again next week. Have a very Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Until next time, press. God bless.